Welcome to Build Your Maverick Business, the podcast for underdog, outlier, and renegade entrepreneurs. Brought to you by Strange Creative Studio. If you dream of going off on your own and launching your rebel empire, but don't know where to start, you're in the right place. We'll teach you how to use mindset, branding, and practical advice to build a killer business and transform your world. And now, here's your host, founder of Strange, Alex Pitt. All right, my darlings, what are you saying? How's things? I hope you are well since I last spoke to you. And I am really, really hoping that the audio of this episode is going to be okay, because I'm recording it in my living room, which I've only just realised bit echoey in here. I think we need some more soft furnishings. I'm going to get down to Dunelm after this is done. Anyway, yeah, my errands aside, I need to do a little bit of admin with you, my darlings, before I get into this week's episode, which is a good one. I feel like I'm going to get on my little soapbox for this one, but you know, it's when I do some of my best work when I'm on my soapbox. So before I get into that, I just want to talk to you about something which is upcoming, which I think will be very useful for you all. And the reason that I say that is because we've had a lot of feedback that this is very useful for everyone who does it. Now, I've mentioned before that I am in some wonderful networks. One of the networks that I'm in is called the Portfolio Collective. These are a wonderful bunch of people. I have so much time for the co-founders, absolute heroes. It's a lovely, lovely community of people, very supportive, who are all embarking on a portfolio career. Now, if you don't know what a portfolio career is, It's basically like if you're doing lots of different things, you're not just necessarily working in one source of income. You are doing lots of different bits and dividing your time between a few things and living your best damn life because you're doing lots of different projects. Variety is the spice of life after all. Now, with the Portfolio Collective, I actually co-run a branding masterclass. Now, this is a personal branding masterclass. So a bit different for what I talk to you about every week here, because this is about big businesses or, you know, becoming big businesses. This masterclass is all about understanding your personal brand, really getting to grips with what is your story, what is your why, and leveraging your personal brand. Now, this isn't just about, you know, how you introduce yourself on LinkedIn and shit like that. This is deep stuff. And people can find it is very impactful for themselves and for their lives and for helping them understand themselves better. It's also a lot of fun. And I am going to be there, of course, I co-run this and we have three live sessions. I've just realised that I have shut down the email with all of the information, aye, it's back. Tell you what, production values on this podcast. Right, so we've got three one-hour training sessions. This will be with me, And with one of the co-founders of the Portfolio Collective, Fiona, she is an absolute fucking hero. I'm going to get her on this podcast at some point. She doesn't know that yet. (laughs) I'll mention it at some point. So our three live hour training sessions are on Tuesday, the 20th of September, Wednesday, 21st and Monday, 26th, all at 1 till 2 p.m. British summertime. So we've got some pre-recorded training for you to watch absorb it, do it in your own time. There's a little workbook. Don't say we don't spoil you. Then we'll all come together in these groups. We split off a little bit like judges' houses on X Factor and and we swap over. So you get a bit of time with me, a bit of time with Fiona. It's all good fun. It involves you being quite vulnerable, but you know what? It's work that you've got to do if you want to run your own thing. It is difficult sometimes, guys. So the official name for this masterclass is Uncovering Your Personal Brand Story. 
And the only thing you have to do to come along to this, to get access to all of the content and to be in the live sessions with myself and with Fiona, you need to be a Pioneer Light member of the Portfolio Collective. Now that is a measly £15 a month. It can be cancelled at any time. So technically you could just pay £15 for this masterclass. You'd be mad to do that because it's a great network and I guarantee you'll get a lot more out of it if you don't just, you know, do the masterclass and run. Anyway, if you do want to come along, I highly encourage it. This work is what helped me to start Strange, right? Strange didn't exist before I did this work with a professional. It's hard to do it on your own, but we will be there to guide you through it. We always have a laugh. We'll have a cup of tea as well. And yeah, there you go. Admin done, right? That wasn't too bad, was it? Okay, so this week, I want to talk to you about working smart, not hard, which is a phrase you've probably heard thrown around all over the shop, right? I have found this to be something which has been very difficult for me to learn because I had to unravel a lot, a lot of unconscious shit from my past. (laughs) There is a lot of bollocks going on up here, I swear. So anyway, take you back. I talk about this sometimes, about when I was a freelancer, back in my freelancing days, before I launched Strange, right? I've talked a lot about why that was not the best time in the world for very many reasons. One of those reasons was I always used to feel like a hamster in a wheel, right? (laughs) It's how I describe it all the time. I was a hamster in a wheel. The reason being, I was always scrambling, running, using up all of my energy, feeling like I never fucking stopped, but I never got anywhere, right? I'm just going round and round and round and round and not actually getting anywhere. And I would be really frustrated at how hard I was working without actually making progress, without moving forward. Now, this is one of the biggest frustrations I see in other founders, right? This idea of I am busy all of the time and I am not getting results. Now, it's that busyness that I want to talk to you about today. And it's that busyness that I want you to change your thinking around. I want you to reframe how you think about being busy, okay? Now, as with so many things on this podcast, I got a stupid wave of inspiration the other day, and it was from a meme. (laughs) It was from a meme taken from Tumblr, of all places, about Harry Potter, okay? Obviously, it's going to be something fucking ridiculous because it's me. It wouldn't be this podcast if I weren't being really fucking stupid, would it? Right. This is basically a conversation that happened on Tumblr, which had me howling because it talks about how Harry Potter has one fucking spell, right? He uses Expelliarmus all of the time, being attacked by a whole gang of bad guys, Expelliarmus, taking on the dark fucking lord himself, Expelliarmus. And people were taking the piss out of Harry Potter, right? Saying, dude, learn some more spells. And this whole conversation came out of like, why would he? Because if you want to take on the Dark Lord and you want to do 10 other million things to take on bad guys, you want to take down X person, you want to find, you know, the secrets of your past, da 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 da, and you can do it with one spell, why would you not? So enter somebody into this thread on Tumblr who then gave the Bruce Lee quote, I fear not the man who has practiced 10,000 kicks once, but I fear the man who has practiced one kick 10,000 times, right? Bruce Lee. So this is a wild conversation going on, considering we're still talking about Harry fucking Potter, right? 
Now, my favourite thing about this is the way it ends. And it's someone pointing out that why would you learn all of these spells if you can just get really good at yeeting other people's wands out of their hand? And the last line written on this is, Harry Potter works smart, not hard. Now that just cracked me the fuck up. That genius, right? Tumblr does it again. (laughs) Harry Potter works smart, not hard. Honestly, Tumblr debates are a thing of beauty. Anyway, like I say, it always comes back to business. I've had my fun now. The point is, Harry Potter, in this instance, is a great example of why working smart, not hard, is the way to go, right? Now, when it comes to your business, working smart, I don't just mean like working out how to trim down your hours and go frolicking through fields instead, which by all means, do that if that's what you want to do. Working smart in the way that I want to talk to you about it today is working out what your goal is or what your goals are and finding the laziest way to get there. (laughs) Now, lazy might be the wrong term to use, okay? I just mean the path of least resistance. Now, for Harry Potter, his goal was to defeat bad guys. He learnt one spell really well and he used it all the time. Now, I was about to say spoiler alert. If you haven't read Harry Potter, fucking grow up. Come on now. But as we, if not skip ahead 15 seconds, as we all know, he defeats the Dark Lord. It works out for him, right? I have this conversation with a lot of other founders and non-founders too, right? You don't have to run your own business for this to be really effective. It's just that I've noticed that there's something that we all do, right? This is what we do. We wear busyness like a badge of honour. Like if you're really busy, you turn it into a competition almost, right? Like you catch up with a friend and it's just like, oh God, I worked X amount of hours last week. And your friend's like, oh, that's nothing. I put the kids to bed and then worked until 1am. And then friend three is like, that's nothing. I've been working on my phone under the desk this whole time. (laughs) Dickhead, I win. Like it turns into a competition. Who's the busiest? And honestly, I just think it's something that's been ingrained in our minds from a very young age. Especially if, like me, you had some level of Catholic guilt, like some Catholicism or Christianity, some religion as part of your upbringing. Do you know that phrase, the devil makes work for idle hands? Right? We know that one. You're being told you are going to hell if you're not busy. (laughs) Right? There is a moral worth that is placed on productivity, Inactivity makes you a bad person. The devil makes work for idle hands. If you're not doing anything, then you are immoral. Like, what the fuck? That's what you get told as a kid. So it's no wonder that when I was working as a freelancer, before I'd addressed any of this, like, mindset work, I was always busy. Now, a lot of that time, now I think about it, now I think back to those years, I was doing things that I needed to do And then beyond that, I would clock up mental hours if I didn't feel like I'd done enough to make myself feel productive enough. Like I was attaching my productivity to my worth. Like how worthy I was of existing was how many hours I had put in during the day. So instead of focusing on those goals, instead of focusing on where do I want to get to, I was just punch in the clock. I was just making sure that I had my bum in a seat for enough hours a day to mean that I had earned my existence. Like that's fucking dark, right? 
Now, fortunately, I don't do that anymore. I don't do that anymore. And I'm going to tell you what I actually do, because I think that this is a really helpful system. Every few months now, I sit back and I think, okay, where do I want to be in, say, three months time? Sometimes I do it further ahead, like six months time, a year ahead. And I just picture a day in my life. Like, what kind of tasks am I doing? What projects am I working on? What have I achieved? Where am I? Where am I working? Like, how am I spending my day? I just picture future Alex where she is. And then I map out all of the things that I need to do to achieve to get there. For example, like with the Not Just a Pretty Logo course, I wanted something which encapsulated the whole framework that I talk about, about how to build a brand. And I wanted that to exist, something that sells without me necessarily needing to be there to do the teaching, because that frees me up to work with more clients. It frees me up to do this podcast. So I had to sit there and work it back. I had to say, okay, this is what it's going to be. I am going to complete the content plan by X time. I am going to, you know, I want to launch by this time. So I need to then work it back, break it down. So I do that every few months. I sit and I think this is where I want to be. Here are the things that I need to achieve to do that. And then I break it down into little weekly chunks. And I have a little workbook that sits on my desk every day. I don't like all of this online productivity, like project management stuff. Producer Joe, who's also our head of operations, makes me do this sort of thing. But if I had my way, I'd just work out of a notebook with a biro and I'd be very happy with that. So when I'm organising my own time, when I'm organising my own week, I get a page in this book, right? And I split it into two columns. On the left-hand side, I write small tasks. On the right is big goals. Now, small tasks is a chaos column. I scribble things down, cross them out, all by hand, because I find it deeply satisfying to cross things out and see more things getting crossed out and it's all the satisfaction. That's the sort of hamster in a wheel bit, right? That's like, I'm still doing things. I'm still completing tasks. I am still being productive. I'm doing my air quotes again. But the big goals column helps me to move forward, right? So that will be like only two or three things on there per week, no more, because I know that I will get overwhelmed if I try and do too many things at once. So I'll say something like, okay, if I've decided that I, I'll go back to the course example, right? So when I was creating Not Just a Pretty Logo, I decided that I wanted to have it done by X month. So then every week I would write, record two course modules, and that would be it. Now, the small task column is just like, you know, if that goes to shit, that's not the end of the world. That's just busy work, and I can claw that back. If the big goals column doesn't get done, I'm not moving forward. So splitting those two things out is my version of working smart. And there's so many different ways you could do this, right? You can batch things. You can use like productivity software. You can, you know, if that's your dream, you can buy yourself a notebook. Whatever it is to find the path of least resistance to where you want to get to. Don't be afraid of doing things in the lazy way. Now, I don't know if you've ever come across this quote by Bill Gates before, but he famously said he will choose a lazy person to do a hard job because a lazy person will find an easy way to do it. That's, I mean, that's fucking powerful, right? Bill Gates is like the king of automation and that's like one of his biggest values. I'm actually a big fan of his. So the fact that he will choose a lazy person to do a hard job because they're going to make it easier, right? They're not wearing busyness like a badge of honour. They just want to find the solution. They want to reach the goal. So those are the two essential steps, right, for working smart, not hard. 
In fact, no, I'm going to throw a third one in. There are three essential steps. So number one, you acknowledge what your goal is. Hold that in your mind, decide what your goal is. Then find the path of least resistance to get there, okay? And then the final one that I'm going to chuck in because I just thought of it. Don't be a dickhead to yourself about how many hours you're working. (laughs) It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you work two hours a day. Don't be mad at yourself about the amount of hours that you're doing. Do not shame yourself for the hours of the day that you work. It doesn't mean anything. The only thing that matters is what are your goals and are you hitting them? Okay? All right, my darlings. That's all for me for this week. I'll put all the information about the Brand Masterclass in the show notes of this episode. As always, I would love to hear from you. But apart from that, have a wonderful rest of your week and I'll see you here next time. Got an idea for a maverick business of your own? Learn how to build a powerful brand that will get people obsessed with our online program, not just a pretty logo. You'll learn a simple step-by-step framework that will kickstart your killer brand and help you find your raving fan base. Find out more today at strangecreativestudio.com.